Everybody, I'm here with David Burton, our part two, if you will. Uh, our last episode cuts off like right in the middle, and that kind of sucks. It, I'm still working on that, posting that, by the way. It'll be up soon. I'm actually posting it now, in fact. It'll be up soon. David Burton, what's up? Um, just hanging in there, doing all right. Mm-hmm. Everybody's talking about what uh, Rey Mysterio's payback is going to be. Supposedly, he has something in store for Roman Reigns for uh, tonight's SmackDown. Interesting. Okay, what can he possibly have in store? Mm-hmm. Uh. I believe it's the first time one on one they've gone against each other. I think so too. You might be right because I can't. I can't recall them having a match. I know they did a uh, a, a couple of tags, but no, I think it may be a first that that happened. Mm-hmm. Well, we gotta say. Um, Congratulations to uh, Nako Sadamara, who just won the NXT UK Women's Championship, beating Kaylee Ray, ending her her reign. She held the title for over 600 days. Wow. You're recognized. Yes, she was the, up until the time, she was currently the longest women's champion in the company, but not anymore since she just walked. Mm-hmm. So again, special congrats to her. New NXT Women's UK Champion. I believe she is the fourth. Yeah, she is the fourth person to hold the title. That is crazy. Only four women. Mm-hmm. Damn. Even the UK title hasn't only been, there's only been three guys. Walter is still the champion. And I know he's been champion for over 725 days. And he's currently the longest champion in all of WWE. Like I said, he's only the third UK champion. Behind Pete Dunne, the guy he beat, and uh, Tyler Bate was the first champion. Mm-hmm. Damn, that's crazy. You know, Tyler Bates, like he was at the time, he was nineteen when he became our, our, our uh, new champion. Yep. Hold on, sir. While he's taking, we, uh, um, we live. We take, by the way. While he's take care of that, ladies and gentlemen, we're gonna. Uh, okay. Yeah. Anyway, uh, Tyler Bates was our first champion. He was 19, our first NXT UK champion. He was 19 at the time. And that's kind of cool, but then kind of burdensome as well. Because first of all, you need a champion to be available in all places. You know, so let's say let's say you're about uh, 19 years old. You're the champion. I'm talking about whether, whether no matter the distance, whether it's UK, whether it's in the States. I'm talking about, like, uh, period. So we let's say we need our champion at the bar in a bar somewhere, uh, 
let's say a Friday night. Hey, we need you to go down to the bar in J- to a bar in Japan. We'll pay for it. And uh, we got a problem. Our champion is not old enough to be in the bar, so that's a problem. I was like JoJo when she came and did be. She was a little young, and uh, she couldn't do much because her her age and whatnot. Oh yeah, I remember hearing about that. She was miserable when she started. As I kind of agree with Eva Marie at the time, because like it's no 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 offense to JoJo, but basically because because her age, you know, like your babysitting. It would have to go to the club. Wait a minute, you can't go to the club. You're not old enough to be in the club. Yes, I remember that she was talking about that, yeah. and um, they they um, did something about that on Total Divas. Where, um, her and Eva Marie had a big. A big argument. Uh-huh. But, um, yeah, her age, man. She was miserable when she started. It's not her fault or nothing like that. You know, yeah, just the way know, it is. She's trying to make friends and everybody's going out partying and drinking and she's stuck there by herself. Yeah. Even Marie was like, you can't expect me to stay you in the house. Because I, rem- I don't remember if you remember this. And this was legit. It was very real. Uh, this argument on Total Divas. She was like, you can't expect me to stay in the house with you all day. Like, I want to go out and have fun, too. Yeah. Like, I'm sorry you're 19 and it's not your fault, but, like, you know, I want to go out, too. I, I, I kind of see where she's coming from. You know, she's, like, in a way, babysitting, if you will. But, uh, it's circumstances. Mm-hmm. Yes, I agree. Now, it's one thing you're going to be at the house. You're a certain age, and they got to look at the house. That's one thing. But you go out at certain places, nope, can't come up in here. I can, I mean, I can only imagine how she felt. For example, you know, the other ladies are like, hey, we're going to go out after the show, hang out for a little while, and then you can't go, and everybody else is out, and you're all by yourself. Yeah. So, I mean, I kind of get that. That kind of sucks. It does, man. You know, because when you're the champion, you're called to represent. Oh, everybody said Brock Lesnar. Brock Lesnar don't do that kind of stuff. But uh, you're called to represent, you know, represent the company. And I'm going to move on. But I just, just want to make this point. Because, like I said, I use the Japanese bar example. Hey, we, we need you to bar in somewhere. No matter, I'm just going to come over to the place and... In uh, Tokyo, when you get a bar in Tokyo, be there by two in the morning. You ain't open to be in the bar. I don't know how Japan yeah. works. I don't know how their drinking system works over there in Japan. But we mm-hmm. need. Let's say we need you at a bar over there in Japan. Be there. Be there by two a.m. You can't go. Sure. Now they. I don't know how they how they do their system over there. You you probably know more about the J- Japanese culture than that, so I don't know how they do theirs. But uh, yeah, over here we have a little problem. That's a little. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, NXT uh, takeover, man. This day this Sunday. Yes, sir. We are at. Extremely close to NXT TakeOver. And the next Sunday after that is Hell in a Cell on Father's Day, by the way. So what kind of cool is that? Get to, you, you and the old man watch wrestling together. That's cool. Mm-hmm. The last time I took my dad to wrestling event, uh, it was cool because like, I was young at the time. I was all over the place. 
Then Baton Rouge, Louisiana, the River Center. They ready to come down to Baton Rouge. The River Center don't care, so I, I'll be all over the place. The record headline center saying you'll see. River Center don't care. I was all the way down. You, you, I'm, you gotta watch me because I'm not careful. I'll be all down front row. So we're going to wrestling because wrestling is really designed to be like father and son, uncle, nephew, grandpa, grandkids. Uh-huh. You know. So it's cool to take your, your pops with you sometimes. Sometimes. Interesting. You have a whole uh, program schedule for this Sunday. It starts off at 11 a.m. Everize Live on Twitter, whatever that's supposed to be. And they have uh, 12 noon, What's Next NXT Live. Guest Triple H and Johnny Gargano and the Gal Gal Phantasma. Of course, at 1 o'clock will be the best of matches at NXT TakeOver. And then you have the NXT TakeOver in your house, too, pre-show. That's it. It's going to be All lit, before man. NXT TakeOver in your house, too. You remember, you remember the original in your house? They gave away, they gave away your house. <laughs> hey, I remember last year's in your house uh, TakeOver. That was cool. They went a little old school. I wonder if they're going to do that again. They might. They might. I thought that was really cool. Some nostalgic. I was like, you know what? I like this. They brought back all the, they did all the old school stuff from the early 90s, well not the early 90s, but the mid 90s, they even brought back Todd Pattengill, I was like, wow. What happened then? Man, I remember one time, oh was it SummerSlam, I want to say, they tried, they had a, a casket full of thousands of dollars inside, and all you gotta do is guess the right key. Well, they call one caller wasn't home, one caller uh, wasn't even watching, another caller, uh, her the number was number was disconnected, and I believe that the right key was number three. Oh yeah, when they was giving away money on Raw every week. Yeah, that, that was interesting. If I had pay per view at that time, man, I I could have won one of them keys. Every week, I'm gonna give away one thousand dollars. One thousand dollars. It's the thing. Uh, I'm about to say something. I forgot what it was. Oh, yeah. Now, if you don't win, you don't get the right key, you still get something in bonds or something like that at the time. Something like that. I was, I was interesting at first. I remember they gave away a house once. For the very first In Your House pay-per-view back in May 1995, Mother's Day, by the way. That's cool. Yes, it was an interesting show. For those who haven't seen it, check it out on Peacock. If you do not live in the United States, just go to WWE Network. Y'all lucky bastards. Well, I'm sure it ain't going to last forever because eventually it's going to turn over to Peacock as well. I want to know why why they're taking their sweet time and and certain episodes like SmackDown. Old school episodes of SmackDown. Like, they only got three seasons on, three episodes on there. Not three, but a couple of years on oh, there. Oh, they're going through everything. Because if they see something they're going to take it off. Yeah, that's true. 
that's what they're doing. And remember, they have a lot of footage to go through. Uh, to go through. Like, I was watching an ECW pay-per-view, and I noticed they didn't edit some stuff out. Mm-hmm. So they didn't go through everything. But once they get through everything and you watch, and you rewatch everything, it's going to be totally different. Like, right now, ECW is fine, but once they get through everything, ECW is not going to be the same. Yeah, we talking old school too. New school's like yeah, not too oh, yeah. much. I am not talking about WWE ECW. Yeah. I mean the original ECW that's on the network. Yeah. Clearly, they didn't get to that yet. Like right. I said, they got years and years and years of footage to go through, so it's gonna be a while. Mm-hmm. That's why watching ECW, I noticed they didn't edit stuff out. I was like, oh. I see they ain't get the easy up you yet. It's, it's pretty good. They have all the WCW yeah. stuff. They have all the, uh, a few old school WWE stuff. True. And what about, I just, uh, they added a match for, um, TakeOver in your house. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's gonna be MSK and Bronson Reed to face, uh, Morel Devil Phantasma six-man tag match. And if MSK and Bronson Reed lose, they lose their title. Yes, sir. All the titles are on the line in that match. It's interesting. That's true. That's the first. And what about Poppy, who made an actual album all dedicated to MX, I mean, to uh, NXT? Mm-hmm. That's cool. That's interesting. And you know the album will be out soon. We saw her on um, NXT this past Tuesday. And um, it's going to be out soon. No, I'm going to, I'm interested to see um, how this, I mean, I gotta be honest, I am interested to see how it's gonna be. Like, what did you do? What kind of songs did you make? Mm-hmm. And get this, Peacock uh, streaming app has been added to um, Samsung Smart TV. So, if you have a Samsung Smart TV and you didn't have Peacock before, you now have well, they didn't see Amazon fired Amazon get on my nerves. Y'all should have been here that long time ago. Well, it's not on every um, not on everything. It need to be. Some of the devices Peacock is currently on is on the Roku devices, all the Apple devices, which means the iPhone, the iPad, the iPod Touch, of course, uh, Apple's Apple TV. It's on there. Uh, can't forget Google. Uh, Google Android. Google Android TV. Uh, Xbox One. Xbox Series One. PlayStation 4. PlayStation 5. Vizzo Smartcast TV. Or LG Smart TV. And Infinity One FX One. Those are all the uh, 
stuff that um, Peacock is currently on right now. Yes, and yes, if you sign up for Peacock Premium, it's five dollars a month. Five dollars. It was two. It was two songs I signed up. Well, that's four ninety nine. But we all know four ninety nine is five bucks. Oh uh, yeah. Even Stone Cold Steve Austin's Broken Skull Special. Next episode will feature Hall of Fame and Mick Foley. It will air Sunday on June twentieth. Mick Foley finally shaved the beard. Hmm. A little bit. I don't know if you saw it, but Braun Strowman took off the beard. I was saying to myself. When they fired Luke Harper and when they fired Eric Rowan, I was saying to myself, I, are they going to shave their beards off now that they're not working in WWE anymore? And I'm not surprised they kept them. But Strowman took his beard completely off. Mm-hmm. It ain't easy doing, well, rocking a sexy beard, you got to take it off. It's not, it's not easy. Well, I got to be honest, he looks slightly like a different person. Mm-hmm. Like the clean shaven. He's bald, he's clean-shaven, he does look... I mean, you can tell it's him, but it it does kind of look like he's a different person. I can't really put it into words, it's like half and half. Like, you really gotta look good at him to be like, oh yeah, that is Strowman. But if you look at him from first glance, you're gonna think it's a different person. Mm Mm-hmm. Because when I first saw him, I looked at him at first glance. I didn't believe it was him. Like, I had to really look at him and say, I was like, okay, yeah, that is him. You know, when I saw the picture, I thought it was just people saying, oh, it's Strowman. Look at it from first glance. I was like, that's bullshit. That's not him. I was like, wait, let me really look. I was like, yeah, that's him. That's him. The grizzled young veterans will face Tommaso Ciampa and Timothy Thatcher in a Texas Tornado match on NXT this coming Tuesday. You know, Ciampa and um, uh, Timothy Thatcher, they want to be tag team champions again. They teamed up during the Dusty Rhodes tag team tournament, lost, and they stayed together. It's like, you know what? I think we can be tag team champions. I was enjoying if they, they can, if they think they can be tag team champions, then by all means, they should go. I was, I was enjoying uh, uh, the, uh, what's his name? Matt Riddle and uh, Thatcher for a minute, man. It was all right. Oh, Pete Dunn? Yeah, Pete Dunn and uh, Matt Riddle. Yeah, when they were tag team champions. That's it. That, that was okay. Pete Dunn just sitting there just unbothered <laughs> and just going with it. <laughs> WWE has had a lot of strange tag teams. One of my favorite mixed matches is uh, William Regal and Tajiri. That was fun. I'm like, either William, either William Regal is talented as hell and doing off the cuff, or he actually understands the jury. 
So Jerry and William Regal was interesting. Hell, William Regal and Eugene was interesting. I, I, it's a Jerry. I'm I'm watching them just communicate with each other. I'm like, how in the world he understand we talk? First of all, William Regal's been there, done that, and everything else. Everything but the the, the W Championship. But anyway. Well, I did love the boss, Cesaro and Sheamus. Mm-hmm. Loved him. Loved him as a team. Emotionally, I go with Eugene and William Regal's Eugene, you know, you know, he had a character where he's a little special, a little soft, a little slow, but you know, he's lovable. Yeah. Reality check. In reality, he's cool, cool dude. Uh, Nick something, I believe. That reminds me of um, this is all shame if they just got thrown together and ended up becoming a hell of a team. Mm-hmm. Nick. I, I can't remember can't pronounce his name, but that's his real name, uh, Eugene. It's really cool, dude. I'm sure he is. <laughs> the worst uh, mistake that he or not mistake, the wrestlers has made uh, the dude by the name of a young man by the name of Zach Gowan. Oh, I remember him. Like, bruh, he had it. He, he had it going for him. He did some guy on fire. Like, what the hell? He had it, man. He just had it. Well, he was he was good for a person with one leg. And the thing that he was able to do with one leg was pretty damn impressive. And like, he was able to do things guys who had both their legs couldn't do. Funny thing is, Mr. Man mentioned this on Raw to uh, John Laurinaitis. He hired the wrong one-legged dude. <laughs> I believe I know what he's talking about. He's, the one lady he's talking about is Impact Wrestling. And he asked the guy he's supposed to hire. Thank you. I had it wrong. <laughs> you know, Dan. You know, Dan, well, when you make it to WWE and you have a few events, you, you made it. Not made it, but you're getting there. Well, this could get somebody over or try to. Mm-hmm. Very few people have gotten to have a spot with Vince. People like Brock Lesnar, Shawn Michaels, Zach Gowan, John Zena. Uh, or not, Roman Reigns who failed. Well, not really. Zena had like a conversation. Uh, Roman Reigns, Roman Reigns as a top baby face in a company failed. Uh huh. That was a failure. How, how and so? the reason it failed is because nobody wanted him in that spot. Uh-huh. If the audience doesn't want you in that spot, it's going to fail. That's why it was a failure. <laughs> At the end of the day, the audience did take everything. Yeah, that's true. They're not behind it, and they don't accept it, it's going to fail. That's why I said Roman Reigns being a number one babyface in the company, failure. Tried to have The Rock come in and be a clean cut babyface, failure. Man, a lot of the things they try to do, they're not with it, it's gonna fail. And then when people you get over on their own and the audience is behind it. What does the company do? They shit on it. Which I think is, I, I always maintain as in the state. 
I remember when Zack Ryder got himself over by himself doing that internet nonsense and being internet champion, as stupid as it was, it got over and he was red hot at one point. Instead of Vince, instead of Vince and the company getting behind it and going with it, what did they do? They shit on it. The Miz. That's, that's exactly what they did. If they don't create it, they're gonna destroy it. He was uh, Miz got started. Uh, he said this too. But hey, we want you to go. We want you to be with John Cena. Here's what you do. John's gonna be out for a couple of weeks for for quite some time. So you can say whatever you want to say about John. This is Miz's younger days. Uh, you can say whatever you want to say about John Cena for, for about I've got how many weeks John was out. Say whatever you want to say. Do whatever you want to do. That's how he did Man, that. A perfect example was I'll never forget Survivor Series 2011. Mm-hmm. You got The Rock and John Cena, two of the biggest names in the history of the in the business. But nobody's paying them. No one's paying them any mind. They're chanting Zack Ryder. You got The Rock and John Cena out there, and they're chanting Zack Ryder, and you don't take advantage of that as a company. Instead, what did you do? You bury Zack Ryder and shit on him. Uh-huh. What they should have did was take advantage of it and let the guy get an opportunity. But no, they messed that up. Shame. And what's sad is that every time they do something like that, it hurts them as a company. For shame, man, for shame. You know what, Dave, I feel like giving stuff away, man. Say, say, we're going to do this on our social media pages. I'm going to give you a very simple, very simple question. You get the correct answer. What's the senior free piece of next month sometime? All you got to do, answer this question right here. Now, if you are a host of Wrestle Tracks, David, uh, you are ineligible because you, you're one of our, you're on the team. So if you're not part, if you're not part of the Wrestle Tracks team, you get the free pizza. If you are, you're ineligible. Question. Very simple. Who was the first WWE champion? You got three choices. I'm, no, I'm, I'm going to give four choices. You can choose Hulk Hogan. You can choose Andre the Giant. You can choose uh, Great the Hammer Valentine or Nature Boy Buddy Rogers. David, you better not miss. You better not give no answers away. Those four choices. Hulk Hogan. Buddy Rogers. Andre the Giant or Greg the Hammer Valentine? The correct answer gets a free pizza. That's going to be interesting to see who gets that right. No hints. But I will say, I will say this. All four of them are currently Hall of Famers. Yes, sir. So you got four options, four Hall of Famers, but only one can be correct, and you get a free pizza. No matter what state you're in, you can be anywhere in the world. We can, we can, not anywhere in the world. Anywhere in the United States, if I'm able to call that pizza location and get and pay for it, everything, you get the free pizza. Now, when you get a correct answer, hit us up, wrestlingtracks.gmail.com. And we'll work out stuff. And we'll give give us your information. We're only going to use that so we can get the order in and you get your pizza. Once you get some information, we'll delete everything, forget everything, like we never like we never even got it. 
So once you win your, once you get the correct answer, email us at wrestlingtracks.gmail.com. Then you get the free piece. So once you give us your information, we'll put that in, put that information in the order, and then from there you get your free pizza. No, I was just watching something on Greg Valentine. I was like, he still looks the same. I mean, you can tell he's starting to age, but he still looks the same. Like, he still has the long hair. I was like, wow, the long blonde hair. I was like, whoa. Professional wrestling as a whole, let me tell you something. If you're not careful, it will let you know when, when it's done with you. Absolutely. You know, some guys have taken care of themselves since they got out of the business, and some guys haven't. Some guys look a mess. Yeah. And some people have had some incidents happen to them. You know, it's sad to see how Lux Luger looks today, as he did back in his heyday. You know, I wish Brian Nobbs would take better care of himself. He looks, he looks a bit rough. You know, it's nice to see Jake Roberts looks good now. When he wasn't doing so well and he wasn't in the right place, he looked a mess. You know, the guy was near 400 pounds and can barely get on his feet to walk. Uh-huh. So, um, guys, girls, you're in the business. Take care of yourselves. Take care of your bodies. Especially if you plan on being in the business 15, 10, 20 years and you want to have a long career, you got to take care of your body. You got to take care of yourself. And uh, you can't be doing ridiculous moves that will shorten your career. Definitely. Imagine how long Mick Foley could have gone. Sure. Mick Foley... like before they could retire in 06 rather than 2000. Mm-hmm. You know, but hey, man, the body, the body will let you know. Like, look, I ain't, I ain't doing this no more. I'm tired of this. But I ain't Mick, doing this no more. Mick couldn't do it um, on a regular basis. After 2000, he said, okay, I can't do this every day. I can't do it on a regular basis. I can only do it part-time. Mm-hmm. Foley, who retired for good and wrestled his last match in t- 2012, which was actually the Royal Rumble match right there. Foley was like, that was my last match. I'm done. My body can't do it anymore. Yeah. So Foley checked out, which I'm glad he did. I'm surprised the guy's even walking. You know, I look at guys and I see the ridiculous things they've done to their body and the ridiculous bumps they have taken in their careers. I I was watching something with Tommy Dreamer, and I like Tommy, nice guy, and met him a couple of times. Watching the things he's done to his body, his career, especially while he was in the original ECW, and to see how he's even walking and the fact that he's never had a surgery doing this thing for 23 years is astonishing. Mm-hmm. You know, Chris Jericho's another one who's been doing it longer than Tommy Dreamer also has never had a surgery. That's saying he's never been injured. Now, the Miz, 
at one point he was never injured, but he's injured now for the first time in his career. And he was injured during that stupid um, zombie lumberjack match. That was stupid. I was like, out of all the matches, that's the match you get injured in. I will give I will give them this. They did a great makeup job. Other than that, it was a horrible match. Yeah, the match was bad. The presentation was cool. Like the makeup on these guys was cool, but the pres- the match sucked. I agree. Yeah, it was bad. This match is not good. The zombie thing is stupid. They should have just had it a regular one-on-one match. There was no need for people to be dressed up as zombies and to be around the ring and to be lumberjacks. I get they was trying to promote Batista's movie, but they didn't have to go that damn far. That was ridiculous. I mean, that's just one person's opinion. It made it look stupid, but... Man, that's, that's just ridiculous. So, now that we officially know every match on the NXT TakeOver In Your Health 2 show, do you have any match that you're interested in the most seeing? L.A. Knight and Cameron Grimes in a ladder match. Check this out for the Million Dollar Championship using a golden ladder. It's the first time that the Million Dollar Championship will be on the line in a ladder match. Mm. You know, I hope it's good, to be honest. I'm interested in seeing that fatal five-way match. I'm also interested in seeing the Women's Championship match. Uh, Ember Moon against Raquel Gonzalez. So those are the two matches I'm interested in seeing. Mm-hmm. Another match, well, I think this match is interesting. You have the, as I talked about earlier, the NXT Tag Team Champions and the North American Champion teaming together in a six-man tag match, and if they lose, they lose their titles. Which is pretty damn interesting. So they have to go extra hard to make sure they win this match. Because if they lose, that's it. This ain't no regular six-man tag match. I I don't know exactly how that match is going to go, but it you know, those guys, MSK and Bronson Reed, especially Bronson Reed, who just won the North American title, they're going to have to do everything in their power to make sure that they walk out still champions. Uh-huh. It's a big, big match for them, and it's a big risk for them. Because all it takes is for one person to lose, and they lose everything. So how do you feel? How do you feel about that match? Honestly, and the, possi- and the possibility of Rey Mysterio facing Roman Reigns in a Hell in a Cell match. I should be interested. I've never seen him uh, 
You've never been in one. Yeah. And Ray is a small guy. I don't know how he would fare in a Hell in a Cell match, especially against a person like Roman Reigns. Uh-huh. Uh, I mean, if that match happens, that would be interesting. Hey, we talk about a title match for a championship? Yes. Oh, okay. Or in general, that's, that's the match that might happen. The Rays won't have the tag team champions, so imagine I'm imagining if Ray if that's a big if if Ray wins, he won't have the tag champion and the Russell champion. True, he'll be holding two belts at the same time. But that's if this match happens. You know, it's a big possibility that that match may happen, but that's uh-huh. if. But if it does happen, these are scenarios that we are. Uh, these are scenarios that can happen. And we know Hell in the Cell, there's no DQ. You know, if Ray's able to get his hands on a weapon and incapacitate Roman Reigns, he can possibly win. Which can happen. You know, if you could use something to knock Roman Reigns out, remember, all it takes is three seconds to lose a match if you're pinned. Oh, yeah. So that's, that's also a possibility. No, the Olympic trials is coming up, and I know Karanga will be watching from start to finish in Tokyo, Japan. Check it yes. out. I know for a fact Karanga will be enjoying that, the Olympic trials. And it reminds me of a certain, and Karanga will be the first to tell you, as any chance he gets the opportunity to. His true story, by the way, he's the only person in the wrestling history to win a gold medal with a broken neck. And I'll tell you why the broken neck was for it. Because at the last minute, he broke his neck. Didn't know he broke his neck, and went to, went to medical. Hey, look, hey, look, you got a broken neck, bro. I need you going. I need you going. Okay, fine. We'll give you a shot. It's gonna last for the duration of your match, and as soon as your match finishes, it's gonna it's gonna wear off. They gave him a shot. Can't go finish this match, and as soon as it, the match finished, the medicine wore off. Then they would give him another shot. I believe he took. I could be wrong, but I know he. Taking a few shots mm-hmm. to keep him together. So all they did was numb the pain, really. Yeah, basically they wanted to give him something else, which ended up being a steroid. And Kurt was smart enough to say no. Yeah. Just give me the Novocaine instead. I think it was ten shots of Novocaine uh, to keep him going throughout. And remember, he wrestled more than one match in that day. Uh huh. Olympic so trials. Took- I believe it was the finals. I believe. Yeah, you wrestle multiple. It's basically a tournament. You're wrestling more than once uh-huh. in a day. So he had to take multiple shots in Novocaine to keep himself together and to numb the pain. After every match, he gets his shot. He's like, he'll wrestle. It wears off before the next match. Gets another shot, wears off. Before the next match, gets another shot. Uh-huh. It's like, okay, time to go to the hospital. Yeah. So I know I know he'll be just on the edge of his seat during the Olympic trials uh, coming up. Absolutely. Well, uh, we'll be in Tokyo, Japan. And it was originally supposed to take place last year, but um, unfortunately we all know why it didn't happen. COVID-19 yeah. hit. 
And uh, I believe Kazuzuko Okada, former longest IWGP World Heavyweight Champion, was supposed to light the torch. Uh-huh. And I do not know if he's still um, doing it. I don't know. Which is a big honor. You know, not a, not a lot of people get to um, do that sort of thing. I know Muhammad Ali has done it in the past and a couple other people. Man, it's gonna be, um, it's gonna be interesting to see. And we do know that, um, especially in Japan, they're pretty much down there, pretty much almost down there back to normal. Uh You know, they're drawing big crowds for the sporting events, so it's gonna be a lot of people at the Olympics. Yes, sir. A lot of people. I'm posting the question oh. now on my social media, so I'm uh, doing this as David's as David's taking care of that. But you know, I was gonna say something. So I said that I forgot. I was gonna say uh, you talk about the trials, the Olympic trials in uh, Tokyo now instead of as opposed to last time. Mm-hmm. Last yeah. year, last year put everything on halt, everything on pause. We put, everything's in the qu- everything's a maybe, a lot of stuff, man. Mm-hmm. It's crazy how it just destroyed everything. Yeah. I'm make a bold prediction here by the year 2023, which is next year. No, a good two years from now, we'll probably be have, have either go under control or have this all taken care of. I believe that too. So that's a bold prediction. I'm gonna, I'm gonna just go with it. By two out of twenty three, that's a good two years from right now. Mhm. Cause this pandemic is gonna go on well in the next year. Mm-hmm. I can tell you that now. Oh yeah. This thing is still gonna be going on early next year. Y'all, we we gotta be cool to people, man, for real. Cause y'all, uh, for example, people the age the hate against uh, Asian folks. Yeah, come on, now. yeah, cause Asians are to blame for this pandemic. So people are just, but not to blame, not but towards them. Well, not everybody's gonna think that way. I I, I understand. I understand why they feel that way because, like, in their opinion, it wasn't for them when had this thing in the first place. Y'all could stay over there. I'm not. I'm not saying I feel that way, but I understand. Like basically, in the country, none of this would have never happened. Yeah, I get it. Basically, if y'all would stay over there. From China, yeah. as Donald Trump likes to say, the China disease he calls it. Uh huh. Basically, like, look, y'all would stay over there. It'd be y'all problem. We be doing our thing over here. I understand that. Uh, they believe it came from Wuhan, China. Uh-huh. And the first case was established in uh, November 2019 in Wuhan, China. Uh-huh. Man. So that's, that's, uh, that's where it started. And it turned into this big worldwide pandemic that we're in now. 
going to be interesting to see what happens next. But, uh, yeah, uh, this thing is going to end. Well, no, it's going to go on in the early next year. It's, uh... I know a lot of people are waiting for this thing to end. My advice for you is to just hang on. Hang on, hang on, hang on. Uh-huh. I remember the bull crap coming out of the, uh, at the time Trump's mouth. I'm like, bruh, how you gonna be a leader in that, you know, I handle this? Well, he, he was kind of ignoring it at first. But, uh, we'll be all right. Uh, and then to having him, I'm gonna move on, but I'm just, I'm just get my point across. To having himself, and then I take it seriously. Like, come on, you, you had yourself. You should know better. Man, this is ridiculous. What I was saying, like this whole pandemic, all this stuff is ridiculous. Yes, sir. But well, once, once it's over, everybody will be satisfied. In the meantime, y'all gonna go back on the road. Please be careful. Please be safe. And but one of the first stops is going to be in uh, Houston, Texas, July sixteenth for SmackDown. Uh huh. I'm gonna go to, over there to Fort Worth and come on down to Dallas. I'm looking forward to that one. It's yes, a, sir. The American Airlines Center in Dallas, Texas. It's been a while, y'all. Been a long time. And Four additional new cities have been announced, mm-hmm. and they will reveal which cities that they are in the coming weeks. AEW will also be going back on the road. They will announce which cities they're going to in the coming days. They also have a new television show to debut in early uh, 2022, which will air Friday night after SmackDown at 10 p.m., So look out for that, you AEW fanboys. <laughs> and SmackDown is going to go on the air soon, so it's going to be interesting to see how Ray responds to what Roman did to um, Dominic. Yes, sir, about 10 minutes away, I believe. Yes, he, he focused much of his attack on um, Dominic. Well, Dominic's a big boy. He got to handle his own problems. Yeah, but I think Roman went a little too far. Uh, You'll find out in just a few minutes. I'm gonna post. It's gonna take a while, but I'm gonna post this uh, sometime this week. It'll be available on Anchor.fm slash uh, Anchor.fm slash Wrestling Tracks. You can check us out on demand for right now. Hopefully next month we'll be live on BlogTalkRadio.com. It's Father's Day, y'all. We're gonna. I'm gonna keep. Uh, you know what? I'm gonna keep this this discount thing up till the end of the month. Use the code Pops at WrestleTracks.com. Get twelve dollars off. And our question. I'm going to keep that up to the 15th. I've just posted it on Facebook and on Twitter at Wrestling Tracks. On Facebook, Wrestling Tracks Entertainment. Question Who was the first WWE champion? Was it Hulk Hogan, Andre the Giant, Greg Valentine, or Buddy Rogers? The winner is the free pizza. June 15th will announce the winner. So you got a whole, got to those days to cast your vote on Twitter. Let us know on Facebook on our post. And you get a free pizza. We gotta go, y'all. Have a great evening. We'll see you guys hopefully Monday just before Raw. 
Have a great day. And be safe, people. Oh, definitely. Please be safe out here. We got to go. See ya. Bye.